Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Good morning, friend. Yes, I'm feeling like a million since I got you living in. We all are pieces of a whole with different feelings to evoke. Giving distinction to the role, different players, different strokes. But let me tell you about one Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Uh, we're just uh, partying up here. Oh, look at those glasses. I like those glasses. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. You've, you've worn them before, and, yes. and I told you I liked them then, but I, yeah. I really do. They're they're striking. Well, thank you. Lane got me these for my birthday in now, Southern those, Pines. Those are not designer glasses like mine, though, Mike. I know. From, <laughs> uh, the yeah. special from... Dollar Tree. They, they cost the uh, Phil's cost more than a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. He got yeah, them. Yeah, from... but, but I'm I'm a great fan of Dollar Tree because I'll That's never right. forget the morning when we were at uh, the carpet place. Uh, Bell's Carpet. Bell's will Carpet be at the end of May. And this lady came up, Dan, and she had a a, a little tiny bag, and and she said, <laughs> "I have a surprise for you," and I had no idea what it was and she said well reach down in there it was not a mongoose and they, it was not a goose or a snake or anything and i in two years before i had lost my boxing hall of fame ring yeah and her daughter had found it no in the way. parking lot of a dollar tree no way yeah a very expensive ring with diamonds and stuff in yeah it. the doggone thing did cost me twelve hundred dollars I've been admiring both the ring and the glasses since yeah. we sat down this morning. <laughs> so uh, Rufus was responsible for getting the boxing commission started in North Carolina. Otherwise, people would be beating each other's brains out without any yeah referees mm-hmm. or anything like well, that. Well, back in the old days, Dan, they'd go drag somebody off the street, bring them in there and beat the devil out of them. In some back, back room, out. yeah. Yeah, and it, it, was, it was wild land and so, dangerous. Mm-hmm. What a nice woman. I mean, they found this thing. Her, I think her, uh, she found it and put it away for a couple of years. And her son-in-law, yeah. I believe, saw it and said, we got to find this person. And they tracked him down. Wow. Yeah. What a wonderful surprise. They didn't realize how famous he was. <laughs> they didn't realize he was the uh, former Secretary of State and Attorney General. So they were, she was thrilled. He, Rufus was thrilled. Uh, so we were all, th- we're, all of us, all God's children were thrilled right. that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Dan Stern is also with us. Uh, Phil Campbell and uh, uh, Brother Rufus, obviously, here. Dan Stern is uh, is the plant chief, plant, plant president. <laughs> plant president. <laughs> of uh, the Botanical Gardens. And he can prove it because he's got a pickup truck outside. That needs a washing, right, Mike? <laughs> oh, sorry, right. man. You look like you've been working hard. I suspect you have. You've been in to the bowels of the uh, botanical gardens. Well, Dan, the question is: Do you ever wet your plants? <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're Only gonna on have the weekends. We're gonna have a, a a car wash right after the show. So I think I think there's a spigot out back. We can 
Yeah. Hook it, hook up. You can just go out and put some soap on it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. About the time it starts raining. That's there right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, as soon as the as soon as the pollen starts coming down in showers. Yeah. I know. Have we had a longer period of pollen? I know it started yes. earlier. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it was yeah, a mild been... winter, so it started earlier. But then we've been getting rain every weekend, so it's mm-hmm. kind of been a slow roll. And just mm-hmm. think the pecan trees haven't done their thing yet. Yeah. Right. Wait till that comes. I should probably wait like another month, right, Rufus, before right. I wash the truck. Yeah. I don't want to... We don't even <laughs> think of the pecan trees when you, doing that. When you but put the pine off trees. Don't. Don't. Uh, don't don't ever let put off go by. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what your mother said? No, it certainly didn't. Okay. Let's uh, talk to somebody who doesn't have time to put anything off. That's the uh, state farmer's market manager, Monica Wood. Hey, Monica. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Monica. <laughs> so you out there rattling cages and uh, <laughs> waking people up? No, of course not. Just getting everybody in place. Saturday okay. can be a little crazy. Just getting, um, you know, we have vendors here seven days a week, but on usually on the weekends we have a few special vendors, guest vendors that come in just for the weekend. And um, so trying to get all them set up. We have our little taste of spring event going on today, um, where you can come out and get a taste of North Carolina. Um, some of the great things that are available during the springtime and got some special guest vendors here for that and um just kind of getting everybody in place it gets a little crazy first thing on saturday mornings everybody arriving all at the same time but we we get it all together well, what have you done with jerl <laughs> he is still over there in his little space in his home over there he's still um, got yeah. plants huh well i've, I've got a report that the uh new tomato variety and they they jerl named one after me and uh, phil they're doing very well. They've grown about six inches. And uh, and it comes I'm, with a free coupon have, of our Rufus dog at uh, the market yeah. restaurant. So I have no idea what, what the tomato is going to be. So is, is it like a slicer? or It's supposed to be. Okay. But we, it better be. It, it better be. It better be bigger than a Tommy Toe. <laughs> <laughs> but Gerald's out there, I'm sure. Is watch. I've not I've not laid my eyes on him just yet, but I'm sure he's not far away. I see his truck over there. Well, good luck to everybody. <laughs> and I had some of your wonderful, wonderful strawberries, Monica. They for breakfast this morning. Oh they, yeah, they're just fantastic. Yes, um, North Carolina strawberries when they're in season. There's nothing better. Um, so I tell everybody, come get them while you can because that season, in my opinion, that season's just not long enough. That's for sure. So, what do you got out there along the uh, besides Gerald? Well, I want to mention that we have the Central Carolina Chrysanthemum Society today doing oh, yeah. a chrysanthemum sale. Oh, is that um, what you uh, did? You send me you sent me a photo of rare chrysan- uh, chrysanthemums. They're beautiful. Glad they didn't ask me that at the doctor's <laughs> office. Spell that, that backwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And, um, you know, the blooms are absolutely beautiful. Right now, they may not look like much, but when they bloom later, usually in November, um, they're absolutely gorgeous. And these mums are kind of your exhibit, show-style mums, um, beautiful and cut flower arrangements and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's some big ones. Uh, I'm looking at the picture that you sh- sent me, and it, they're, yes. the blooms are huge. Hmm. They have a, very, a lot of unique varieties, and a lot of them are heirloom varieties. 
Um, and they were here yesterday and got a start um, with the sale. They were telling me they had folks coming from a, as far away as Texas to buy some of these plants. So um, very popular thing. And they're here today again um, until 4 p.m. And we're working on putting together a little um, show, hopefully, in the fall where folks can bring back what they grow and showcase them and maybe have a little um, contest or something, a um, little flower show with what um, folks buy and doing it in cooperation with the um, Chris Anthony Society. Is, um, we wanted to do it. They did this last year, and we talked about it last year, and I asked them about it, but it just didn't work out. But this year we really want to do that. So um, everybody that comes out and buys some, stay tuned because we may have something to bring everybody back in to showcase what they've grown um, maybe later in November. So um, great thing that they're doing. Um, a lot of great ladies I talked to over there this morning. And um, the spider mums, they had some of those. And, of course, they have a, a picture at each one so you can see what they look like with the tag there. Um, and a lot of good information. They can help get you, get you started with growing some beautiful mums. Yeah. Well, you did you grow up uh... – uh, producing chrysanthemums or i know you you grew up producing vegetables your family and and uh and flowers and all kinds of things didn't you yeah they're typical garden mums um that's something my family grew for several years and um like during our pumpkin season to go along with the pumpkins and that sort of thing mm. and and the garden mums are beautiful too but i don't know if they hold a candle to them. no no they don't look they're anything they're like them gorgeous wow Okay, so what what do you got? Uh, you got you know, strawberries. We know that. What else? And um, strawberries. I say strawberries, strawberries, and more strawberries. And while we're talking about that, we do have Strawberry Day coming up this Thursday, May fourth, um, from eleven a.m. to one p.m. There's going to be free samples, recipes, and all kinds of activities for all ages. Um, we're adding some festivities to that this year, where we're going to have. Um, some live music and um, the NC State clogging team is going to be here doing a performance that day as well. We do have um, Susie the Strawberry is going to be here, and we're going to have where you can get make do selfies with Susie and have a little station set up there, and you're able to um, enter a dessert contest. If somebody out there listening this morning has a favorite strawberry dessert they like to make. Go ahead and start practicing and getting that ready for Thursday morning. Rufus, you, you're going out there for the yeah, Susie I, I selfie, be, aren't you? I want to be a judge. I want to taste <laughs> all that. You can be a judge. She'll sign you up, Rufus, if you're yeah. serious. I'll sign you up. Oh, my goodness. You just got to say the word. Um, we, we have the judging. Actually, I'm, uh, um, I'm working on getting the judges lined up, and we have um, – the judging will start at 10 a.m., so anybody who does want to bring entries in, they would need to bring them in from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Saturday, I mean, excuse me, Thursday morning. Um, bring those in to the administrative office, and all the entry um, information is on our website and on our Facebook page with all the contest rules. And there's some great prize money involved with that. So everybody start thinking about their favorite dessert, and, and maybe you can get it in to enter it. We'll have to get uh, your assistant, Cheryl, to put that on your calendar, Rufus. Well, isn't that funny? I'd written that down last week in my little uh, Cliff Joyner book here. <laughs> and uh, so you, well, Monica, uh, I, I'm, if we get the clearance from the boss, I might want to be a judge. 
if you if, well, you, if you allow such wait, foolishness, so you you have to make sure morning. you don't you're not going to be in court or something, right? Right. That's yeah. right. If you can be here at ten o'clock uh, Thursday morning, just show up at the office, or maybe send me an email, or give me a phone call, just to let me know for sure, so I can I can block you off in a judge's seat. How about yeah. That? Well, I'd like to be on Good Morning America. <laughs> I'd like prime time on CNN. <laughs> All right. Hey, me. <laughs> Why not? Well, well, we'll see what we can do. We'll definitely. I, we'll I just definitely saw see Rufus. What to start with. Rufus, if you get out there and start throwing strawberries, you will be uh, the lead story <laughs> on, right. on, the, on the, the newscast. So, uh, something to think about. I can see that That's shirt right. of mine right now dripping with strawberry juice. <laughs> well, wear an apron. <laughs> wear a farmer's market okay. apron or something. Well, yeah, we can see if we can get you an apron or a bib or whatever it takes. A bib would be nice. <laughs> I'd like a I'd like a big glossy of that, please. Hey, me. So we, we usually have a lot of gradient trees, and so we're looking forward to it. It's the first contest that we've done in a few years um, due to the pandemic and everything. So we're so thankful to be able to bring that dessert contest back and look forward to yeah. seeing all the entries. Wonderful. And uh, what's, what else is out there this morning? Um, of course, down in the farmer's area, you can find um, all kinds of plants and flowers. We talked about those chrysanthemums, but there's also tons of hanging baskets and um Strawberry. There's vegetable plants, and there's succulents, house plants. There's fruit trees, herbs, and the list just goes on and on. Um, there's container plants. If you want something to buy something that's already fixed up for you, um, there's some of those you can take and just kind of some instant color for your patio or your um, front porch or whatever you may like. We have just a wonderful selection, a lot of great knowledge behind those plants and flowers with the growers that are growing them. So um, you're getting ready to get out and play in the dirt a little bit. You can definitely come out and find what you need. I'm looking at some gorgeous cut flowers right now that they're down there mm. into a bouquet. And um, we have several different cut flower growers that do a wonderful job. And they do sell them by the bouquet already made, or you can actually... Um, Order, if you have a special order, you need certain colors or you're having a wedding or a shower or just need something special for your dining room table, um, they'll fix you right up with, with what you need. We have local honey. Um, there's all kinds of different baked goods and jams and jellies. Of course, the asparagus is coming in now, turnip greens, um, spinach, kale, hydroponic lettuce, some of the greenhouse crops like tomatoes and cucumbers. Um, you can find those down through the market as well. Well, Monica, have you uh, made an inquiry on the question we had one time about sourwood honey? Well, I know that we have sourwood honey from time to time. It's one of those things that's not on the market all the time. And I'm working on getting Barry Hines, who is one of our local beekeepers that's here on the market on a regular basis, I want to get him on the show one Saturday morning so he can talk with you guys all all the things about honey. He could definitely um, answer all the questions and give you guys, you know, all the details. And maybe we could line it up for him to be on the show where folks could call in and ask questions about honeybees. One yeah, Saturday. if he has time, sure, because we've had requests for that, and it's, it's, it's so popular. It's hard to be a beekeeper, but uh, it, it, take, it really takes a lot of skill, and, and you have to – keep the bees happy or otherwise they'll they're so fickle they'll if you aren't doing it just right they'll leave so yes he does a wonderful job yeah he must yeah you he gotta have the knack of our local farmers 
as well. And um, he's got he has his honey available here on the market, and um, he also does fresh eggs. That's something else that you can find throughout the market is um, fresh eggs, and we have a lot of um, different meat products and dairy products that are available throughout the market from local farms as well. Very good. And the market shops have uh, the Rufus dog. I know that. They do. The market grill, you can stop by there, grab one of those Rufus dogs. Um, there's 321 Coffee just across the way there. Stop by and support those guys. We have um, ice cream. We have fresh squeezed oranges and lemonade. And um, the meats and cheeses we spoke of, of course, there's fresh seafood, the homemade soaps and lotions, birdhouses, um, garden flags. Uh, the, the North Carolina wines, and just so many wonderful products through there that are grown, raised, caught, and made right here in North Carolina, and just a wonderful selection. We always sort of refer to that as an old country store, and um, you can find things in there you can't just find anywhere. And uh, the restaurants there, besides, the, of course, uh, the Market Grill that has the Rufus Dog, there are two other famous restaurants there. There are. um if you've never had one of those biscuits over at the State Farmers Market Restaurant, I suggest that to be on your bucket list, maybe, to, co- to come out and enjoy um, some of those homemade biscuits. They make them from scratch daily and do a wonderful job. Um, that's the first thing they bring out to your table whenever you are seated, um, or those biscuits and hush puppies. And then they have breakfast served all day till 3 p.m., and they have daily lunch specials. And it's just good old-fashioned country cooking. And um, nothing better than that. And uh, bring the family out and enjoy a meal over there. All right. Very good. And Supersod, of course, uh, I'm sure they are very busy right now. And, of course, yes, uh, getting uh, ready for the warm season grasses to be put out. That's right. And um, those guys can help you out um, with your lawn care. They have all the products down there you may need. And then they also have different little pots down there. You can see all the different types of sod. And it's a great place to shop. Again, that's a place you can stop by. They're full of knowledge down there to help you determine exactly what you may need. Um, If you're looking to change out your lawn or you're just needing to spruce things up a little bit, they can get and provide you with all the details. They have the big bags of compost mix, and they do the smaller bags as well. And um, once you get that pot and soil and you get those plants, you can always go over to Market Imports and pick out that perfect container to put them in. Uh, great selections of containers, fountains, trellises, and that sort of thing over at Market Imports. How'd, you, how'd your tour go last week, Monica? You were touring. It went great. Where were those folks great. from? I know you have them from all over the world. Um, well, they were. we had some um, U.S. representatives here. One was from California, and um, then we had... Um, I'm trying to think of who else we had. Some, we had someone for the National Port Council, and we had Representative Rouser was here, and um, some of the other folks that were traveling around, just seeing some of the great things that North Carolina offers in agriculture. And I have to say, I think we may have impressed them a little. Bit. I expect. Uh, I yeah. expect so. <laughs> we have great yeah, farmers so. markets here. Yeah, Representative David Rouser does a good job. He's he he looks after farmers. Yeah. Yes. And they um, they love to come out. Um, he loves to bring folks out whenever he gets a chance and show yeah. them, show the market off and what North Carolina agriculture does and what it means to our state. Well, Monica, we always love talking to you, and, and don't work too hard today. 
we love talking to you too. And um, everybody come out. The Taste of Springs going um, on. A lot of guest vendors. We have wave shaved ice and all of our specialty craft soaps down in the craft area. That kettle corn, I smelled it earlier. You got to come out and get some. Yeah. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You guys have a great day. Come see us. Yes, ma'am. Right, we you shall. Too. Indeed. All right, uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. We'll be back. Get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 935. You're listening to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. You know, every time you buy a bag of black cow, you're helping the environment. Now, the process they use there helps repurpose manure, as uh, we do every week on this show. And uh, so it is environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn black cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes and garden soils and it helps to retain moisture too your lawn flower beds and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with black cow everything grows better with sun water and black cow for more details check your website that's a great one blackcow.com and a uh, cow is spelled with a k because as Ann used to say, cows don't know how to spell very well. I mean, it's just a fact. Well, I want to know why did everyone look at me when you talked about spreading manure? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just kind of looked up briefly. Yeah, it was a very uh, knowledgeable. It was look. subtle. It was subtle. <laughs> you know, if you're, uh, well, take you're, your shuttle and go home. <laughs> I think Dan has one in his in the back of his truck. Yeah. Yeah. Is uh, your lawn looking a little ragged and feeling soft and squishy? Have uh, moles dug tunnels into your lawn? Have your plants been devoured by voles? Stop the damage with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent has a strong formulation that's effective and easy to use. I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent works without the use of harmful toxins or chemicals. It's safe to use around your family and pets, and it's eco-friendly. Many products that kill moles and voles can have undesirable effects of killing animals, too. But not I Must Garden and Vole Repellent. Mole and Vole Repellent. It uh, contains only natural ingredients and botanical oils, giving you peace of mind that you won't be unintentionally harming any other animals, pets, or birds. But an end to the moles and voles in your garden with IMUS Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. In the big orange bag, IMUS Garden Mole and Vole Repellent is available at independent garden centers and hardware stores all over the Triangle area and beyond. Like IMUS Garden at uh, Durham Garden Center and Campbell Road Nursery in Raleigh. Look for I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent in the big orange bag or the hose hen sprayer. Put an end to the moles and voles in your garden with I Must Garden Mole and Vole Repellent. And while you're there, check out all the I Must Garden 
natural repellents for squirrels, snakes, dogs, cats, and of course their best-selling deer repellent and rabbit repellents. Richard has been waiting a while. Richard, thank you, my friend. How can we help you today? Hey, good morning, guys. I appreciate uh, you taking my call. Sorry you had to wait so long. I apologize. That's all right. I'm just sitting here uh, just uh, going over things and figuring out my to-do list. Okay. <laughs> well, what's what's on the to-do list? Well, um, I still got to get the garden planted. Um, I only got tomatoes in, and I got them all pruned up and stuff like that. So I still got to get my squash and cucumbers planted and that sort of thing. So and some green beans and that sort of thing. So <clears throat> a little bit of everything. All right. Very good. But I- here, here's, here's my question, and it may be a little bit early, uh, um, maybe for the right person, but maybe somebody here can help me because I've, I've done some research on tomato and track notes. And for the past three or four years, I've had a very, I've had a problem with it all the time. So whenever my fruit starts to ripen, I get this little indention spot. And if I don't do something with it right away, it eventually turns gray and then black and then the tomato starts rotting. And it happens on my peppers as well. So all the research that I've done, even at North Carolina Turf Files and stuff like that, you know, people will say how to cure tomato anthracnose, but they never really tell me which fungicide to use. I mean, I'll click on one, and it goes to stuff like pottery mildew, black spot, or anything like that, and it never really says, it never really talks back to anthracnose. So being an organic gardener also, I'm concerned about, you know, finding uh, a fungicide that will work with, with, um, uh, with keeping that in respect. So I was wondering um, if somebody there had an idea today or maybe if you can put me in touch with somebody um, on doing that. But I think I got to, um, just as soon as I start seeing fruit, uh, from what I'm hearing and, and reading, they're saying you, you need to start spraying every two to three weeks to ward it off. Phil, what do you do about spraying? Well, if you're growing organic, then it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I don't... Um, I mean, about the only thing... I mean, I, I don't... I wouldn't do anything if you want to do organic. I mean, you can't. Yeah, I, I think y'all are very organic at uh, the botanical gardens. How do you handle problems like he's... Yeah, I mean, we you know, in our main display gardens, we don't, we don't have any uh, tomatoes like that. It makes me think that uh, our friend Gerald, you know, mm-hmm. down at the farmer's market, has, uh, you know, does a, a lot of, a lot with tomatoes and probably good resource. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you say Gerald at the farmer's Gerald, market? Gerald Adams, who's on the show, he's out he's out selling some of his, his uh, tomato plants at the farmer's market right now. So uh, he, has a, he, has a, he has a station out there? Yeah, he's he's in one of the farmers, one of the open air farmers buildings. If you go out there, he'll be glad to to uh, answer your question about that. I bet he could he could tell you because he he has greenhouses. He grows a lot of tomatoes. But uh, Phil is right. Uh, you know, it's not there's not a whole lot. Yeah, we have aphids. You can you right can now own our uh, some of our bananas. The Morelia bananas always get aphids, uh-huh. and so they've gotten on a few other plants. But um, I'm just waiting for it to warm up enough for the ladybugs to come in and take care of them. Yeah, and sure. they'll do that. But if I spray something like orthine um, or anything, oh, no, I'm not going to. Well, not, yeah, not gonna but if I were to spray anything um, to kill those aphids, 
then I'm going to kill the ladybugs and I'm going to harm the bluebirds that all that are all all uh, feeding on all the insects right now and um, taking care of their babies. Yeah, so, on some plants, I know Irv Evans and uh, Ann used to talk about you just using a water hose to get rid of aphids you can on do that. some plants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, in, insects, like I say, insects really aren't a problem for me. Right. I mean, I, I try to plant enough companion plants and stuff like that to help that, but it's just this fungus that I'm getting, and it, 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 it like I said, it just affects my tomatoes and my peppers just as soon as they start to turn. Like, my peppers will be green. And I, I like to let them go until they start turning red. And just as soon as they start turning red, I'll see this little indention on it. Are you keep, like that. Are you keeping them too wet, possibly, the I plants? Don't, I don't think so because I'm planting. I, I have a terrace garden on the side of a hill. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's built up so, you know, it, it can drain pretty good. And, and I use a lot of compost. Yeah, how many people have terrace gardens? Really, that's, that's great. That's are you watering work. it? Um, only when I need to. From the bottom, right I now, take I, it. I don't. In, in other words, I'll, you know, like when, when I set my rows up, I'll put the soaker hoses and stuff in and then, you know, and then, and then plant and put down all my mulch and stuff like that. And, you know, going out there, you know, digging my finger down into the soil, two or three inches and stuff like that. If it's dry, then I'll water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if it's not, I won't water. Right. And so, and, and on tomatoes, I'm pruning them up to keep the leaves off the ground so that they don't get any of, of that type of fungus. Right. But it, it's the fungus that attacks the fruit that's, that's just wearing me out. Right. Well, you. one thing uh, that I might mention, you said you put your finger just like two or three inches into the soil, but the roots are actually probably yeah, more like six or eight inches or more. And I probably go deeper than okay. that. Okay. Yeah, I was just going to say, because they can get moisture. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I pull my hand out, and I look underneath my fingernails, and if, it, and if it's all still stuck underneath my fingernails, and I know it's got a little moisture in it still. Right, right, right. When I when I get back from Europe, I'm going to uh, schedule Craig LaHoulier, who is a plant guru. He's written a book that's uh, sold nationally and. Gerald, uh, Gerald will, will probably be through with his plant selling at the farmer's market, so he'll be on sometime probably in May. But until then, I have another option for you. Uh, Gerald and Henry's Plants. You can contact Gerald. Uh, it's a website, and you can put your name and email and a message on there, and so you can describe your problem, and I'm sure Gerald will get back to you. Okay, um, give me. Can you give me one second? I want to get to a notepad. Yeah, gee, this feels like ask your neighbor. <laughs> Somebody wants a recipe. Uh, Gerald. Okay, so who do, Gerald. And yeah, G E R A L D. Gerald and Henry's plants. A N D. H E N R Y S. Gerald and Henry's. Uh, G E R A L D. Just like just Gerald. Yeah, but but the and, and. A, yeah. a, a and D and Henry. Yeah. And Henry and and at H E N E R Y. Yes. Or you can make it a squiggly uh, symbol and it will still get there if you Google okay. it. Gerald and Henry's plants. Maybe I need to go back to broadcasting school. Uh, <laughs> elocution. And you yeah. don't have to spell it backwards. Either. That's right. <clears throat> Okay, I hope I hope that will help you, Richard, with with this. I want you to anybody that takes the time to terrace a garden and 
Uh, is that concerned about uh, his plants? I hope you can get it all straight. Well, Richard, I, I've had that very thing happen. It, it, it turns a gray spot first, yep. then, then turns black, and I just pull up the whole tomato thing and, and take the dirt out and try another plant. That's, that's all I've ever been able to do with it. Well, by the time the fruit comes, though, your season's, you know, your season's yeah. over halfway. Yeah, about, yeah well, right. it's so, a late crop on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you don't sell those at the Edmonston Roadside Stand? No, we don't. We, they, they are ugly. No, I yeah. do remember I have, from... I, have talked to, uh, I, I did talk to, I, I can't remember who I talked to at one time. Maybe it was somebody on the, um, the extension line. They said, um, some of the, the women that, that do that, they say, you know, you can... Just take that, you know, if, it's, if, if the fruit's ripe enough, just say, they, 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 they say just cut it out and the rest of it's just fine. And so that's what we're doing. But then some people, just, you know, they'll see that and they'll say, no, I don't, yeah. I'm not eating I guess that. it just depends on yeah. how, how bad it is. Uh, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to say I remember Gerald saying on previous shows that, um, you know, a lot of times when he's dealing with fungal issues with tomato plants, he's gone to grow and stuff in five-gallon buckets. Um, just to try to, you know, uh, get it out of that environment. Well, Craig LaHoulier, and you can look, he has a website, and he has uh, demonstrations. He takes you on a tour of his garden. He he has live uh, Zoom thing, not Zoom, but uh, whatever it is. And he uh, he really knows his plants. He has a doctorate in chemistry, but he started growing these heirloom tomatoes at the, and selling them at the farmer's market. And he's everybody in the country knows who he is now. He speaks all over the country. So uh, go to his website. He grows all of his stuff in containers now. Okay, and okay, so that his website is Craig C R A Craig Lahoulier. It's like Lahoulier. And some, I mean, he. I think he pronounces it Lahoulier, but it's. Uh, okay. Can you spell it? <laughs> just, just, go, just Google it. Just, uh, it sounds you know, Lahoulier. It's two L's. Lahoulier, <laughs> okay. Yeah, just, just Google it. You'll find him, and he has a great website. Uh, and as I said, you know, Gerald and and um, Craig will be on the show at at some point in the next month or so. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Take care, Richard, and thanks for so for waiting so long. Good luck. Okay. Bye. All right, uh, Thelma is in Durham. Thelma, thank you for joining us this morning. I just want to thank you for your very important show and all the good information you give. Well, thank you. Thank How you. can we help you, Thelma? I have a couple questions. First, is it too early to start spraying for Bermuda grass? Uh, boy, what are, you, what are you spraying? Are you spraying it in a lawn or a okay. bed? I want to make sure it doesn't come out. We did a lot to try to get rid of it last year, and I don't want because, you know, you can always leave some of those sprigs in the ground every hard you try to kill it. So do you have a Bermuda lawn? No. Okay. I, so I you have a fescue lawn. So you have Bermuda in the fescue? Well, they try to creep up no matter how hard we try to keep it out. You know how? Yeah. How yeah, hard it's hard very, it. very aggressive. And then it gets in the beds and stuff, too. So there, you know, that is yeah. very tricky. It's, it's hard. If you used something like Roundup, that would kill... We did. We did that last That would, that would kill. You had to be very careful with that because that would kill the fescue, too. Well, you know, we did it last fall before we over uh, before we aerated overseed and lined it. Uh-huh. So we just don't want to end it to come up this year as hard as we work to try to make sure it's all gone. Right. There, there is a uh, chemical, and I'm, uh, I can't think of the name of it. We have stone uh, by birds, uh, stone brothers and birds. 
Mm -hmm. Durham, a daycare product. Yeah, it's a very expensive product, as I recall. You're talking about, too, the Stone Brothers and Birds. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, you've probably heard of them. That's the, that's the play. We did a remote there years ago. It's right outside the old right. ballpark. They it's a wonderful place. And they got, the street. They moved it further down. It's got a, uh, it's like an aluminum building, and they've got dents over there where <laughs> balls have gone up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, George is a great guy. They're just yeah. just wonderful people there, and they yeah, it's um, it's around the tip of my tongue. Yeah, but, I asked him if it's not too early to start. I can ask George. Yeah, but uh, with the roundup, you have to be very very know. careful. You almost have to get down and and paint right. the areas that are are effective, and uh, that's always great. That it's got to get down yeah. to the to the root system, and uh, you can. In you know for beds and things you can put down barriers, right? But they have to be fairly deep, mm-hmm. right? Um, my second question is, uh, in my shaded areas, I'm growing moss. Can oh, good I for you! In a weed with Roundup and not kill the moss. Uh, slide them out. We'll do it. Uh, what? Di- dilute it is what I do. Okay. <clears throat> it doesn't kill the moss. Real heavy. Okay. And, and, uh, y'all disagree with me? No, I think if that's right, I think if it's really diluted. If it's yeah. diluted very well, I can spray Yeah, I, I love moss. I, yeah. I wish my it's whole yard nice green moss. Nice area. Yeah. Yeah, moss is... you can have. <laughs> or you can get, I mean, you know, I always talk about it on here. You can get one of the swipers that you can put Roundup in, diluted Roundup in, and then just swipe across the weeds, and that way you don't have to hit the moss. Swipers? What is a it? swiper? It's a... It's, it's a um, it's like a PVC pipe with a rope uh, down on the bottom of it. You can get it from AgriSupply. And it's you put the uh, diluted Roundup in it, and it just um, and it comes out the rope. And you just, you just swipe it across your weeds or in areas where you don't want to really get anything heavy or you don't want to get it into the atmosphere. I mean, you just you, it's great to have it because then you don't have to spray. So if I... Did put it in a spray and dilute it. Would it do the same thing? Spray container. Um. Yeah, but it, the fact is, you're not having to spray it on the moss at all if you do the swiper part. Yeah, it's a it's a tool that is it. It's it connected to a hose. No, you. It's it's a piece of PVC and it goes down into an L shape, a slight L shape, and it has a piece of rope down at the bottom that that wicks out the solution and then you just wipe it across it doesn't it doesn't spray it doesn't drop or drip on anything you just wipe it across the top of anything you want to um kill so how do you spell that swiper swiper it's like a swiper fox dora s-w-i-p-e-p-e-r yeah just spell that backwards yeah just ask the people uh, or look it up uh, at Agri Supply. I've seen people make and Stone this. Brothers may have it. I've, I've seen people we don't have Agri Supply in Durham, so I asked George Stone Brothers. Okay. I've okay. seen people make the same sort of thing with like a, a dishwashing brush that's got a sponge on the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you put mm-hmm. your dish detergent, yeah. you know, inside. Absolutely. The tube, right? Yeah. I think you can, you can do the same sort of thing. You can do the same thing with that. Uh, or a paintbrush. <laughs> yeah. If you're real meticulous. How wide or long is this swiper? Well, you can you can actually um, it's about uh, four feet long, oh, okay. three and a half to four feet long, 
And so you don't have to bend over to do anything. You just wipe. You just stand up and walk with it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, a box store like Lowe's? Or, uh, no. Would they have it? I don't think so. Okay. All right. Okay. Thanks. And Thelma, mm-hmm. if you keep listening, I'll try and figure out what the name of that chemical is that keeps Bermuda out of a fescue lawn without killing the Bermuda. It's quite okay. expensive, I understand. I've never used it. But well, we've I talk- listen to you about every Saturday morning, so I'll be listening to you go off. Well, okay. bless your heart. Thank you, you so right. much, yes. Thelma. Spread the word over there. Well, that's where I put in the, the word for Stone Brothers and Birds. Yeah. So if more people know that you're on, and and maybe you can go up in and have George let you come. Yeah, to we the, haven't done that. We haven't done that a long time. So maybe you can get him to let you come to the next Yeah. Place. And you can come by and see us. Yeah. That's right. And I just want to say, when you go into a place like that, they have, uh, I don't eat candy, but they have these old-fashioned candies. I'm 74 and something. Oh, yeah. Y'all identify with some of those old candies we used to have that you just don't see anymore. I know. I just love it, and, and the seed, things, seed in the boxes, uh, and everything. At, about everything, the old fashioned chow chow that uh, we used to make them. Quite sure, I know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of stuff that you just don't see in the grocery stores, and it's just nice to have a place like that. And if you go to a, when there's a baseball game, and or they do still have baseball games there, you might be able to catch a home run. Now they have moved. They're further down Washington Street. Oh, they are. Oh, okay, I hadn't been there in a while. I apologize. I didn't realize that. I guess they got tired of hit, being hit by balls. <laughs> well, it's so much going on in that area. Yeah, yep. yeah, it is. So it, much going on Durham is thriving. It really is. So everything there is just booming in that area. So, uh, but they've been at the ballpark for a long time. Well, Thelma, you stay out of trouble today. I don't have a choice. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll take care. Enjoy talking to yes, you. Yes, ma'am. Nice right, talking buddy. to you. Thanks. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF.